Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Welcome to the Getting Down and Wordy podcast ad. What do we do on this podcast? Well, it's the first at a musical podcast. Can you try that again in real words so that people can understand? Fine. We talk about the intersection of popular music and language. Oh, can we also talk about Eurovision? Okay. Find us on Apple and Spotify. We are a Podmoth Network podcast. Hey, what's up, you guys? I'm Catherine. And I'm Haley. And we are Saturdays for the Ghouls. A Podmoth podcast. How are you, Haley? I'm, all, I'm doing okay, Catherine. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired. Kind of. You know, it, ever since daylight savings time, which... Bro. I just... I don't know. It got me all fucked up. Seriously. I was, and also, like, okay, so I know that this was wrong. Normally, I feel like when you lose the hour, it feels like a really fast day. But for some reason, mm-hmm. that day seemed to drag on and on. And maybe it was because I was tired. It felt like it dragged on and on. I have no fucking idea. But for some, I always remember, like, when I add an hour, it feels like the longest day in the world, which it kind of is. <laughs> but when I lose an hour, it's for some reason, this week, this, this time when I lost the hour, it was like, I have no idea. It felt like forever. So for me, I feel like my days are like going so fast. Like I don't know. It might be that you're doing more things than I do, though. <laughs> if you're going out, I, and doing stuff, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Uh, I, yesterday, I basically stayed home, though, other than going to the grocery store when I picked up Bailey. But that's about it. <laughs> but you also might have napped a little bit. That might have helped the day go by faster. I did nap. It took yeah. like an hour nap. I don't know. Daylight savings got me fucked up, but this is the last time ever we have to do it, I think. Is it? I think that this is the last daylight savings time. That's what I heard somewhere, somewhere. <laughs> now, have I looked up the information myself? Nah. <laughs> but I, I that's what I heard is that they were like mixing daylight savings time and that this time would be the last time. Mm. That's what I heard about the last one that we had in fall. Yeah. But some states, main, mainly Arizona, don't even follow daylight savings time. So, like, if you live in Arizona, you don't, it ne- the time never changes. That's crazy. Yeah. So, and it's not, I, 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 think, I don't think other places in the world have daylight savings time, just here, which is why it's weird. <laughs> Imagine how many years and how many days and how many hours that we've either lost or gained because our country does daylight savings time. Yeah, that's weird to think about. Well, that, that just reminds me of, uh, what is it, National Treasure? Yeah. I feel like I like getting an hour and taking an hour away seems to, like, fuck everyone up. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Pointless. 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 When, when really you could just like continue to hate your life on a regular timely basis <laughs> <laughs> instead of having this added thing. But anyway, daylight saving times is not the topic for Spooky Week. It's nope. Spooky Week, Haley. And it's March, the luckiest month of the year, I guess. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? Wouldn't that be funny, though, if we were talking about daylight savings time being, like, spooky, <laughs> scary? Anyway. Yeah, that no. would be funny. <laughs> it's, like, a daylight savings time from, like, the Illuminati or something. Like <laughs> For legal purposes, that was a joke. The Illuminati don't get me. It's fine. So, as you said, it is March. You know, leprechauns and luck and shamrock shakes and and green... Uh, we're talking about Irish legends. Woo! Fun. 
have you watched your mandatory luck of the Irish viewing of Monday of, of March? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, get on it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's mandatory? Yeah, every March you're supposed to watch Luck of the Irish. Ah. <laughs> Damn. You got a lot um, of, a, a lot of marches to make up for. <laughs> I was gonna say I've got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> Did you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. If you Please. want to. I do want you to. Okay. <laughs> Tell me a story. Oh, I got of a lovely <laughs> That's a Brady Bunch, right? Yeah. Okay. I've Good never job. seen it. I've never seen the Brady Bunch. Damn. There's so many things you've never seen. I know. That's it's crazy. awful. It's funny. Like, on my end, it's like, I've seen all the things that like you haven't seen on like you know before you were born or like those kinds of things and on the mm-hmm. other end like the new things you've seen all the things I haven't seen <laughs> true like it's almost like we complete each other it's crazy oh that's so cute <laughs> all right so me and Catherine got we each have four Irish legends for you guys okay that's a total of eight if you know how to do math. <laughs> oh shit. I thought I was nine. Damn. Damn. Do be like that though. <laughs> I did almost do like an extra one just in case, but I told you mine, so you know the You know what's funny? Me too. I almost did another one. Two reasons. One because I thought one would be too one of them was too short. And the mm. other one was because I was like, oh, just in case, you know, even though I clearly knew which ones you were doing. Right. <laughs> I know. I was like, what if she like, what if for some reason it's called something else when she looks it up and it's actually the exact same thing that I'm thinking of or that I told her about. Uh, but, you know, I guess we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. We always say this and we've never doubled up, even on the times when we weren't telling each other. It's just that we've done so many now. We're kind of like, uh, we gotta like let each other know. Oh jeez. Okay. Well, my first one is the banshee. Mm-hmm. No, that's mine. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> For some reason, I... so like I switched my order around, and so my first one's not the banshee anymore. But I was like, wait, what sounds like mine? <laughs> Just oh. to fake out. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna get you, kid. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Seriously, though, we are going to be talking about the Dirk Dude. Ooh, oh, yeah, I steer clear of anything I couldn't pronounce. I was yeah. like, you didn't have all those, Haley. 20% of the research that I've done is just pronunciation. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't, I, I just I feel like I. I I don't know. For some reason, when it's something I truly can't pronounce, like it's in a different like language altogether, it makes me feel so dumb that I can't do it. And I don't know if the translations that I'm I'm researching are accurate either, because you can never trust everything on Google, obviously. So like, what if I'm looking up the wrong thing? I don't know. We do our best. That's all we could do. Yes. I was like, okay, disclaimer, I at least spent a good like 30 minutes to an hour just trying to pronunciate like five words (laughs) so if that's that dedication i don't know what it is anyways we appreciate it thanks so the deer do what do you think that is Catherine? just curious um it kind of seems you know have you ever i don't know how to say it it's also something i can't pronounce but i think it's a, a like a box that has like spirit stuff in it what's that thing called oh like a dubix or a do Something. Um, or I think that's yeah. The only reason yeah. I think that is it kind of sounds like that, and I'm like, hmm. like an I'm evil sure Pandora's box, but right, right. No, it's not. But that that is a good guess, though. Um, yes, it's actually the Irish vampire, the Dracula. Is that what it stands? Is, is that what it means? Is that Irish for Dracula? No. no. It trans it translates to red blood sucker. So, <laughs> red blood sucker. Interesting. I wonder what other kind of red it could be sucking. I mean, <laughs> or what other color blood it could be sucking. Anyway, no, right, sorry. Crimson. Same thing, Same. but you know. 
<laughs> Cyan, Scarlet. <laughs> One uh, of those anyway. things is not like the other. Oh, yeah. Stan is blue. I know. I just realized that. <laughs> this, this is why we spend so much time. <laughs> this is why we spend so much time on pronunciations because mm. we're dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> I told Haley I was moving to Dallas one time and she goes, ah, the capital of Texas. <laughs> Leave me alone. Like, okay, we've stood by this this claim. We're two halves of one brain cell. Like, we are better together. That's all it is. <laughs> no, like, just to add to the stupidness of me, like, so we were playing Cranium, right? And one of the things to do was odd couples. So you had to pick out what two didn't belong. And the category was capitals, like U.S. capitals. And Seattle was on there. <laughs> and I was like, yep, it's that one. That's correct. And then as soon as it wasn't on the back, I was like, oh, my God. Like, as soon as I, like, final answered it, I was like, fuck, it's Olympia. <laughs> For context, she lives in Washington. <laughs> I know, and I was, uh, I felt so stupid. I was so angry at myself. I was but like, when you're oh learning your capitals, it is hard because the biggest cities in the state aren't always the capital, which is stupid. Because why aren't they? That's like, yeah, that's the most I'm popular like... cities, the capital of the state. Right. That's why I'm like, I don't it. know how Seattle, like. When you think of Washington, you think of Seattle. Exactly. It would make sense. 100% <laughs> it would make sense that that would be the capital. But <laughs> just like it would 100% make sense that Dallas is the capital of Texas. But it's not. It's Austin. Right? Okay. Any user. Anyway, red blood suckers. Got it. Yeah. Yes. Long story short, it is a female demon that seduces men, drains their blood obviously. Oh, um, it's a female? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I just love badass women in, like, folklore and, like, I know that they're usually mean and, like, angry. But, like, I don't know. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of people in history are men, and I understand this because they've controlled the narrative of, like, who wrote history, but, like, I just love it when it's a girl. I know, I know. <laughs> but the story goes, so there was an Irish lady who was known for her beauty, her blonde hair, red lips, green eyes. Okay? Damn. She was the most beautiful woman in the land. <laughs> um, she came from a very wealthy family, of course. Yes. And um, she fell in love. She fell in love with this local peasant as it said and they fell in love and they were like you know they're gonna get married you know <laughs> but her father could not stand the fact that she would marry of someone of less what's the word like lower mm -hmm. class yeah like uh, that wasn't the same class as them like he couldn't fathom the fact right of his daughter Marrying a broke man, you know, it's not just a phase, Daddy. I love him. <laughs> Sorry. So, no, you're good. Her dad basically forced her to marry this wealthy man. Mm -hmm. uh, he unfortunately mistreated her. Some of the things that he would do is he locked her in a tower, and he would only open the door to feed her and bleed her. Oh. And by that, he basically he would put a like a dagger to her throat and basically cut open until she bled a little bit, and he would drink it. Wait, she's not the vampire. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Origin story, Catherine. Origin. Right, story. right, right, right. <laughs> she's very, you know, sad, depressed. She's hidden from the world, and she gets a letter from the peasant boy. Saying that he's going to come rescue her. She waits and waited and waited and he never showed up. I don't know if 
he just died or he he's just a asshole but also a fuck boy (laughs) since that happened she basically fell you know fell into another deep like a big deep depression and she ended up she just stopped eating her food that she was given Mm -hmm. and she eventually did die when i was doing my research so typically when someone dies they put like like a headstone or something on their grave to prevent them from coming back from the dead but for some reason, they didn't do that with her. There's some theories that they the town felt bad because no no one did anything to like help her or rescue her or whatever. But that night, she rose from her grave and <clears throat> and exacted revenge on her father and her husband. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She uh, she drank their blood until they couldn't breathe, and then she ate their bodies. Yes. We love a cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. She's basically a zombie. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Basically. But, so the legend is, she rises from the grave once a year, and she sings a song that basically puts these men into a trance, and they are led to to her grave where then she'll you know drain the life out of them yeah chomp yeah (laughs) um that's bonkers and the the only solution is every year they have to put a rock on the grave and they have to do it every year about the same time but sometimes they might forget she'll come back and that is the story of the Derek Do. <laughs> Whoa. That's bonkers. Mm-hmm. She's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> you can't trust men anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you want to reel into the next one? Yes, Catherine. I want to hear your story. Okay. So my first story is the Puka. The um, Puka? The Puka. And uh, it's spelt T-U-C-A, but it's pronounced P-O-O-K-A. Okay. In Irish, puka means ghost or spirit. So Ooh. we kind of know where we're going with this. Uh, <laughs> puka is often mistaken for an animal due to the ability that they're like a shapeshifter and they can change shape and size. People who live in rural Ireland are very aware of pukas because they're known for inhabiting more remote parts of Ireland. They only appear at night and sometimes they bring misfortune to people who see them and sometimes they bring good fortune to people who see them. Hmm. It's like they're like it, little bipolar ghosties. It's a 50-50 shot. 50-50 shot. So the puka looks like a creature that was mixed, and this is what they say, they say mixed of a dog, a rabbit, and a goblin. <laughs> interesting a goblin yeah now that might not be like completely accurate but because they're a shapeshifter there are stories that have described a puka as a human as a dog a horse a rabbit a raven a fox a goat and a goblin etc almost always the stories go that they have very dark hair or fur um the other common feature among all the stories is that they have gold glowing eyes Um, And so they live in, like I said, rural Ireland. And some say that the puka lives in small little lakes that are deep inside the mountains. And people in Ireland call these puka poles or the demon's hole. Puka poles? Puka pools. Sorry, puka pools. Like little pools where the pukas like dive in and (laughs) little pool pukas. Okay, so here's the thing. I know that like some of them, like, some people say that they are like are humans. For some reason, I think of a very short like leprechaun stature man <laughs> every time they say it's a human. But I yeah. know that's. I know that sometimes they're describing them as like a regular person. But anyway, sometimes a puka will take the form of a horse, and the puka horse will approach drunk people who are leaving the bar. And they'll take that little drunkie on a little ride, get them on their back, 
and uh, take them on what I said, the ride of their lives. And then I said, the speed, the agility. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my Um, God. But they never want to do like, like real harm. They don't want to hurt you, but they want to scare you. Oh, so basically they're just like fucking with drunk people. (laughs) That's funny. Um, (laughs) And then lastly, pukas love a good chit chat. They've been known to quote, Trap people in conversation. And then I put in parentheses, me. You a, you a little puka? I'm a little puka. It says that sometimes they even offer advice, trying to steer you away from maybe something harmful. Uh, some say if you sit on an empty bench in Ireland, a puka will come up and just begin chatting. I was just thinking, like, if I ever visited Ireland and I took a little seat on a little, little bench and someone came up, I'd be like, <gasps> just like a regular person, though. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like oh, it's my time it's my time i get to chat with a puka and like i'm just like sitting there the person's like i don't want to sit here anymore <laughs> that's that's what i imagine if i ever went to ireland i just think that if i sat on an empty bench and someone sat next to me they would be a puka like period um, <laughs> you're just like help me give me advice what should i do about this yeah yeah right but anyway i don't know they seem kind of like mischievous and they seem kind of like funny and they don't seem scary at all, except for the fact that they live in a place that's also referred to as a demon hole. The puka pools. The puka pools. Yeah. But anyway, that's pukas. I mean, they, they do also, the picture of the puka that I saw looked kind of creepy, but I just, mm. I think that, I think that they're just like, just for funs. Just for funsies. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's that one Hulu movie's about, because they have a movie on Hulu called Puka, but it's P-O-O-K-A. The article referred to them both P-O-O-K-A and P-U-C-A. It could, it, I bet you it is. At least based on the lore or something. something. Mm. Is it a horror movie? Yeah. That's funny. It's like a, I think it's Christmas time era, too. Oh, okay. I'm getting very... Oh, yeah. I see. I get a very, like, Gremlins vibe from... From Pukas. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Makes sense. But that's my that's my uh my first one. Cute. They just okay. get worse from here. Uh, I guess I probably should have saved Pukas for the last so that we weren't scared at the end, but Oh well. It's okay. So my next one, it's one of my long I think it's my longer one that I have. Okay. <laughs> it's the ch- it's about the children of Lur. Lur. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, Lur is basically, it means, it translates to sea, like like the sea, like the ocean. Okay. This is the story of the children of Lur. Ancient Ireland, we have King Lur, who ruled the Irish Sea. He was married to a woman named Ava, which means life or animal. They had four kids, three boys and one girl, named A, Fikra, Khan, and Finuala, wow. which it's up the boy. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I tried. So a it, it's spelled a o d h, but it's just, just pronounced a. <laughs> it's just a yeah. A. <laughs> that translates to fire. That was one of the sons. Okay. Fiacra, another one of the boys, translates to raven. Then we have Khan, which is spelled c o n n, so it's basically that translated to chief and then we have finuala and that's the one and only girl and her name translated to white shoulders yeah (laughs) all the guys got such cool names fire chief even white shoulders that's what i was saying i was like bro that i was like she deserved better I know, right? Justice for what's her name? White shoulders. <laughs> F- Finuala. Yeah, justice for her. Anyway, I that's that has nothing to do with the story. I just thought that was so sad. <laughs> that funny. is sad. I, I I always like. I don't know. It it's it's always seems to be that the girl gets like the bunk name out of the boys. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So we have. We have Ava and their and their kids. Unfortunately, their mother did pass Aww. while the kid while the kids were pretty young. The father ended up marrying her sister, 
Aoife. Oh, fuck him. Um, her Sorry. name. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. her name. Her name means beautiful or radiant. But she was believed to be the one of the few to possess magical powers. She did love the kids at first. Oh, no. So. <laughs> this sounds like a dark, twisted Wizards of Waverly place or something. Like, <laughs> no, like well, the dad has like magic powers and the mom doesn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so she obviously, she really loved the kids, but only when they were her niece and nephews. (laughs) She became jealous of how much time the king, her husband, spent with the kids. Um, Oh, you mean to be a parent? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So she came up with, so she tried all these different ways to get his attention. She faked a deadly disease so (laughs) that he would take care of her. She's screaming, pick me, you know? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and he even he did take care of her. Like he really did. But she was like, nope, that's still not enough for me. I need more. Might as well fucking get rid of the kids altogether, right? Okay. That was so, extreme. <laughs> that's what she did. So it wasn't enough for her. She had enough of it. She bribed these men to make them rich if they helped her get rid of the kids. Oh. So she devised this plan. She had the she lured the kids to this lake area where the men were waiting. The men got cold feet, of course, and they ran. They split. And Aoife was so enraged, she grabbed a sword, attempted to kill the kids. But she was like, mm, maybe not. A little too messy. Hmm. Maybe I could drown the kids. Thought about drowning the kids. But she didn't want to risk them haunting her. So she put a spell you know, that's on a them. Good, that's a good, like, um, you know, deterrent from murder. Is like, if you murder someone, they may haunt you. Mm-hmm. That is a good exactly. deterrent, I think, for people who do struggle with murder thoughts. <laughs> I was thinking that, too. I was like, yeah, I probably would not want that. Especially if they're if there's someone you want to murder, you don't want them to hang out in the afterlife with you, obviously. But yeah, so she didn't want them to haunt her, so with her magic powers, she put a spell on them that would force the children to live as swans for 900 years. 300 years was to be spent on Lake Deravra, another 300, Sea of Moyle. And the final 300 on the island of Inishglora. So what happens at the end of 900 years? They die? You'll find out. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm jumping the gun here. I I got some more story. (laughs) And the spell, it could only be broken if the children heard the ringing of the bell that signified the arrival of St. Patrick. Oh. Now, the children were swans, but... They were still able to use their voices and sing. They used their... I know. They sang to their father to let him know what happened. And um, he banished Aoife. Never just hear from her again. I probably would have preferred if he, like, I don't know, killed her or... (laughs) Burned her at the stake or something. Right. But no, he he just banished her. Okay. Um... So the king spent the, basically the rest of his days down by that lake with his kids. And he did die. And the first 300 years, the children accepted their fate and they grew to enjoy it. The second 300 years where they were at sea, the Sea of Moyle, they dealt with many storms. Because, you know, the oceans are crazy, man. Right. Um, so they dealt with many storms and hardships, and they spent most of that 300 years apart from each other. The third, where they're at this little, they're in this little lake that's on an island of Inisglora, they heard a noise. That noise sounded like a bell. So they followed it, and they came across a small house that was owned by a holy man named Komhog. He pitied the kids because they told him his. 
their story. And he basically promised to them that he would take care of them because their 900 years are almost up anyway. But as they were like about to, you know, get into their comfy new lives, a man in armor arrived. He said that he was the king of Connacht and he heard word of the magical swans and he wanted to take them and harbor the powers for himself. Oh. Um, as he forced his way into the house to get the swans, a bell rang and a mist from the lakes crept into the house and circled the swans. And when the mist disappeared, they were no longer swans. They turned back into the children that they looked just as they looked 900 years ago. Unfortunately, Comb Hog noticed they started aging by the second. He christened them in their final moments, and they died. Oh, That's it. That's not a happy ending. <laughs> I mean, they're finally at peace, I guess. But mm, I guess so. We did have to live 900 years, and I could never imagine that. That sounds awful. Mm-hmm. Wow. But that's that's my that's my longest one I think but I, yeah <laughs> that's that's crazy okay so I'm gonna tell you the story of the black cat Philoki. Um this legend itself is supposedly centuries old but it really came to life in the 1960s so Damn. in 1968 Margaret O'Brien and her family purchased a um, house on the outskirts of Dublin City. Margaret wanted to fix up and create a public art center. During the renovation, she let workmen live on the property because it was a really big it was a really big project. So they lived on the property. These workmen would come back to her and be like, "There are sounds in the walls. It sounds like an animal, but there's like no sign that there is any kind of animals in the wall. You know, like when there's a there, when there's any kind of infestation, there's like droppings and like that kind of stuff." Nothing mm-hmm. nothing to assume that there was an infestation in her walls, but there sounds like an animal in the wall, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, uh, okay, whatever, get back to work. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's, what do I look like? <laughs> animal control? Anyway, mm-hmm. it wasn't uncommon, especially in those days in that area, to have cats on the ground hunting rats and vermin and such. So it's like, Sometimes there are just, like, animals around, rats and animals and stuff. Um, so one day she came to meet with the workmen, talk about the project, and they insisted that there was a wild animal roaming the property. They said that no one was able to ever see it, but they heard it. But they were like, there's, an, like, a legitimate wild animal running the property. And she's like fine i'll sleep here for a night and see what you guys are talking about because i've no like what am i supposed to do right okay yeah so that night she was walking to her room Mm -hmm. smack in the middle of the hallway she saw a black cat now this black cat was not just like meow meow kitty kitty right it was a huge black cat he described it as a panther and he had glowing quote glowing demon eyes Mm-mm. so she was like no what's happening right here <laughs> no she got really scared really panicky and then she said it just vanished and she's like oh, this sucks <laughs> what is happening right now but she was like i said she was significantly spooked <laughs> she quote called for a priest to perform an exorcism on the house and that exorcism it actually worked like no one ever saw or heard from the cat for the remaining time of the renovation the art center opened people started using it like everything was gung-ho Haley, do you think that this is where the story ends no it never ends like this right okay so well you said a roller coaster so i'm like (laughs) while there was a group of people using the art center they were a group of actors they were drunk off their asses they were (laughs) shit face right and they decided you know what we've heard all these stories about this ghost kitty and we want to we want to see it we want to bring it back so they had a seance 
to bring back the black cat of Killikey. Oh my god. Well, they're just actors, and so um, we don't know if they really thought anything was going to work. The seance supposedly worked. And not only did it bring back the cat of Killikey, the black cat of Killikey, but it also brought back two vengeful spirits of nuns. Oh my god. And seance worked <laughs> double time. <laughs> but there was no vengeful spirits of nuns before the exorcism. <laughs> These actors who I'm assuming had no idea what they were fucking doing, performed this seance and just like, it worked aggressively. <laughs> For some reason. Um, so I, I coined the term that these uh, the kitty and the two spirits were called the Three Stooges, and they just began terrorizing guests of the art, the art, the art center. Like they were just like fucking. They were just a bother to everyone. Jeez. So Margaret was like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do now?" So, uh, she was like, "You know what? I'm gonna call up a medium. We're gonna get this situated, right?" Uh, the medium, and this is what the medium told her, uh, and this is quoted from the article. It says that the nuns had been attendants um, of a satanic ritual that was performed by the infamous Hellfire Club. Um, and that it was suggested that this house may have been owned one of the, been, may have been previously owned by one of the members of the Hellfire Club. Now, if you've watched Stranger Things, uh-huh. Uh, the Hellfire Club is referenced, but I'm gonna give you like like the high level what the Hellfire Club is. This is what it says on Wikipedia. It's a quote: Hellfire Club was a name for several exclusive clubs in a high society rakes established in Britain and Ireland in the 18th century, and it was for people who quote wished to take part in what was perceived as immoral acts, and the members were often involved in politics. And so. Oof supposedly that's where these nuns came from and that's like supposedly this house is from it was owned by someone who was part of the hellfire club in 2012 the the year that the entire world went to fucking shit i'm just kidding um <laughs> but in time in 2012 it was revealed that in another location um that hellfire members attended um, meetings they had a painting of a black cat bathed in flames. Chilkey House is no longer available to the public. <laughs> um, there's definitely still rumors, though, that it's still straight up haunted by a cat and two nuns. Ain't that crazy? That's crazy. I don't like it. The fact that nope. there that the fact that potentially this house may have been owned by a Hellfire Club member and they had a painting of a black cat in flames. Come on. While I was typing it out, like I kept on referring to him as Kitty. I know he's not a kitty. Like no, he's like big boy cat. <laughs> but like, big boy cat. <laughs> the only way for me to think that he was not any danger to me was to think of him as a little little kitty cat. So that's the uh black cat a killer key. Just for reference, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, please don't do a seance. <laughs> I don't honestly. I don't know. Don't know how to stress that enough. I don't. We don't need any more bad shit in the world. <laughs> so if you're gonna try to do a seance for funsies, just don't. Just don't. <laughs> Think that we've done enough as like a human race and society. Like let's just like nip it in the bud right there. <laughs> My next one is called the Doolahan. The Doolahan. Okay. Do you know what this is, Catherine? Or want to take a guess? Okay, I want to take a guess because the word doula is like a midwife. So I think it has something to do with like a demon baby. <laughs> I don't know how I got there from there, but... <laughs> a demon baby... I don't know, something about pregnant people. <laughs> uh, no, but that would have been a good... Uh, that'd be a good one. The Doolahan, it is unfortunately not about a demonic child or midwife. <laughs> um, it is... Is Doolahan the last name? N- no. No. Oh. That was only my, other, my only other guess. 
the Doolahan. It is the headless horseman. Oh. oh, is this like the headless horseman story, like origin story? Or just like the headless horseman? See, that's the thing. They <clears throat> who's to say if it's the OG or not, you know? <laughs> okay. But it is referred to as the headless horseman or the headless coach. Oh. Um and it uh, like they do carry the head with them, which is kind of odd because that's usually that was usually the whole point of the headless horseman is like he's looking for his head. Right. But um but no this one carries it with him. Uh the little satchel. <laughs> usually pop open the mouth and hold something. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. But uh, it does say it can be a, a man. There are stories of it being a man. There are stories of it being a woman. It is typically a man. Seeing the Dullahan, it's usually a sign that someone is going to die or something bad will happen. It is a very negative omen. There have been stories where it will go to like people's houses and it'll knock on the doors and Whoever answers the door will get a bucket of blood thrown on them. See, that's uh, why I don't answer my door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, another reason for me not to answer my door ever. Most of the stories, the Headless Horseman does have a whip. Or the Doolahan has a whip. No one knows, like, for sure what it's for. Other than, like, to make the horses go. It's been told that the whip is used to destroy... The per- a person's eye, like if you're looking at them, oh, which I was like, ow. yeah, I was like, ow. <laughs> there are even some stories that the whip that the Doolahan uses is a fucking spine. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how? <laughs> oh no, I hate that. Uh, so much. And even so, <laughs> I know, and even the the carriage. So like in the the headless coach one yeah. that is um so we have the headless horseman version which is just a, a single person riding on a horse which is yeah. the usual one that we think of and right. then there's the headless the headless coach which is basically a black carriage with that's being led by a bunch of headless horses and right. the person driving it is also headless and that's usually the one with the spine whip. And apparently there are some stories that the carriage like axle and like wheels are made out of like bones. No. No, <laughs> no, no. That's no. <clears throat> no. Who told you um, to do this story? <laughs> Have you ever wondered what the head looks like, Catherine? Oh, no, I was not thinking about that at all. <laughs> Other than if it looks like a little cute little head coin purse, then they could just put their little things in, like I said. Well, unfortunately, that's Probably not what it not looks like. That. Yeah. So, supposedly, the head. So, the mouth has razor-sharp teeth, and it forms a grin that reaches to the sides of the head. No, no, no. Massive eyes that dart around like flies. Oh, no. They move? And, yeah. <laughs> oh. And the flesh has the smell, color, and consistency of moldy cheese. Ew. <laughs> That's disgusting. I know. The eyes? And- it makes my back, like, cringe. <laughs> I know. Um, And it is said that the head, it has the ability to see. So the headless horseman or the Doolahan will take the head and like raise it and scour the lands for people that are about to die soon. Oh, no. And then scary. I don't want to see myself. Some believe that the Doolahan is just the embodiment of of the spirit of the Celtic god Krom Dov, uh-huh. uh, which stands for Black Crooked One. Great. 
Love um, that for us. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and then this one I find kind of funny or interesting, but there are rumors that the Doolahan does not like gold. So golden objects can force them to disappear. Does it have to be really gold or can it just be painted gold? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's my whole house gold. <laughs> I, I'm going to say real gold. Damn. That's the story of the Doolahan. Damn. I think that everyone should put a golden like door knocker on your door. Like made of actual gold. That's what I think. So that so that he's too scared to knock on your door and pour blood on you. You know, I really would have preferred demon babies, I think. <laughs> demon babies? I'm not sure, but I really think I would have preferred that. Um, that one was creepy. You're okay, well, moving on to something that's not any better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the next story is about the Banshee. Again, the form of the Banshee... Uh, kind of differs from story to story as it, as it kind of as we found out through these urban legend things that we've done um, that everyone kind of describes a little differently but generally uh, she's described as a spirit or a fairy um, and some say that she only appears to like specific families and each family has their own fancy that that shows up to their to, to people in their family and others say that anyone can see or hear a banshee. So I, I, um, I asked you if you had ever seen Left for Dead. No, ever played the game Left for Dead? Um, mm-hmm. And in Left for Dead, there's a character called the witch, and this is what I would assume that a banshee looks like. <laughs> You're not and- far off. <laughs> the banshee like so the witch in left for dead she'll be like sobbing and crying and sobbing and crying and you're supposed to like not disturb her while she's sobbing and crying right so that's kind of the same thing that the banshee does um and i'll get into that a little bit in just a second uh but two factors that are common ex- among every single description is of a banshee is that she's a woman and she's straight up scary and terrifying. Um, she, okay. The scream from a banshee is considered a death omen. So if people think that if you hear the scream of a death, uh, the scream of a banshee, someone in your family is going to die. And I just wrote, nope, 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 nope. Teening women are women who are expressing grief for those who have passed away by crying and weeping. Um, and some say that these are women who were paid to grieve for, for people who passed away. Um, and keening comes from the term keen, which is the Gaelic word pehonida. I didn't look that up. I was going to. Um, and uh, <laughs> the this means to cry or to weep. So some say that banshees derive from this. and ex- and, and they're just like this, except for they can also predict death. Mm. So her scream sounds like screaming, wailing, shrieking, like not just like, ah, like it's like terrifying screams, right? And the sound is said to be a really loud wail that can be heard for miles. Miles. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Some say that a banshee can take on the form of either an old woman with like long hair or she appears as a very tall woman who's like young with a gray cloak over a green dress. Uh, some even say that she's unnaturally tall. And I put in parentheses me. <laughs> me. I, I love how you're the puka and the banshee. Yeah, except for I can't, I can't tell when someone's going to die. Uh, but others also say that she's between only one foot and four feet tall. Which makes more sense to me because people say she's like a fairy and they're tiny. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people say that she can claim uh, she can be the figure of a young woman from a family who died too young. So like when we're referring back to each family has their own banshee, the banshee would be a picture of the woman who died like too young in the family. Um. 
sometimes quote she may be seen at night as like a shrouded woman beneath trees or lamenting with like a little veil on her face um, or even flying past in the moonlight crying mm-hmm. um her eyes are probably one of the other most consistent features of her face the myths say that her eyes are extremely red due to her continuous crying um it's also that her 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 appearance is going to strike fear into anyone who sees her which straight up if i saw anyone looking like this i'd be like that's 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 a ghost (laughs) that's that's a straight up ghost i'm not going near that there are lots of like myths and legends that revolve around banshees so like there's lots of different uh like people who are skeptics about banshees and you know there's no way to say if they are or not real uh but people who believe in banshees um skeptics say that they are mistaking the sound that the banshee's making for the sound of a screaming rabbit or a fox um <laughs> the skeptics say that the sound of a rabbit screaming is actually particularly frightening if you've never heard it before um obviously nowadays less and less people believe in banshees that's the story of the banshee gross yeah crazy right scary scary you ready for the last one i'm ready for your last one yep this is gonna be the story about marrows okay do you know what those are bone marrow no then no (laughs) oh okay i'm just playing word association with your topics here i'm like nope I only thought maybe you could guess it because a marrow is a type of fish. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, I've heard of minnow. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> minnow. <laughs> I don't know. Two halves of a whole idiot over here. Yeah, that's what we are. So, marrows are mermaids. Fun. <laughs> I love that. Oh, So... So the marrows, we have mermaid, mermen. They're not really little mermaid mermaids. <laughs> I'm assuming not. The <laughs> story is said that for marrows, they are, you know, half human, half fish. The females Is it like the bottom are... half is human? <laughs> no. Okay, I just thought maybe because you were like, they're not like regular mermaids. It's almost like, is it like they're backwards? I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're mm. <laughs> oh, it suck. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> no, okay. But so the female mermaids or marrows are, you know, attractive, beautiful. They do have like webbing in between their fingers. They have oh. scaly, they have like scaly skin. They got like a light green hair. They're usually beautiful. And a lot of the times they become attracted to landmen. Okay. <laughs> and they go and they'll have like a full ass relationship with these landmen. Wow. And and they'll have kids and everything. But a marrow has a magical hat. Which I think sounds so dumb. <laughs> but okay. They have a magical hat that is basically the only, that's what helps them go from land to sea. Like that, if they don't have it, they can't go back into the water. So they need to go back into their water form, not to get be a human. Or, or I think I think it does. It allows you to transform from both. But once you're in that state and you can't find it, or someone has it hidden uh, from you, you can't change back. Okay. Until you find it. So unfortunately, a lot of landmen would either have a wife voluntarily, or they would forcibly take a marrow and hide the hat from them. Ugh. And Men. they were. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's awful. Generally, they were gentle souls. Like, they, they were good marrow ladies. 
but they were also, if you startled them, they would attack you. <laughs> um, and then there are stories of them being siren-like, where they would lure men with their songs and take them, they wouldn't kill them, but they would take them down into the water and have them live with them. But I'm like, wouldn't they just die? Right. No. So I'm like, yeah. technically they would die. Uh, and they had these, this is also gross to think about, but they have, it's like they have their legs already, but they have like their scale skin over top and they would take off the skin and like some of them would leave it on the beach. Some of them would take it with them. So it says that there's like a lot of the skin on the beaches. Ew. And I'm like, that's gross. But let's be see the marrow women. The the men though, you, there's not much on them, obviously, because we always are they hot too. No. Damn it! Why would they make them not hot? <laughs> so that, that's what I thought was funny. So so the marrow men are said to be ugly. And that's why they believe the marrow females would seek men outside of on land. No way. <laughs> but they are said to have green hair and teeth, pig no eyes, a red Ew. nose. They grow a tail in between their scaly legs. And they have stubby fin like arms. And then now, the only these boys really got distorted in the stick. I <laughs> know oh, they really did. And all the mermen, all they would, all the marrow men would do, they captured the souls of drowned sailors and they would keep them locked up in a cage underwater. So when I was doing my research and one of the first things that it says is that there's these magical caps. So I was like, what the fuck is what? I was so confused <laughs> because I was like, they can't seriously mean actual like caps like hats they do they're called the calling druid okay and it's translated into magic hood magic hat magic cap whatever they're said to look like they've been compared to the matador montera hats or in basic terms a cocked hat that's red and it has feathers on it so when I saw it's hard to lose. when I saw a picture of it, I was like, oh, so like a red version of Peter Pan's hat. And yeah, that's it. Wow. That, that that's the story of the Marrows. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. What if Peter Pan's a marrow? Mm -hmm. The sky the sky is actually the sea. <laughs> the kids are actually drowned. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, Wendy and the kids are all just souls. <laughs> so the Lost Boys are the souls that the Merrowmen took? Damn, that's crazy. Uh, well, my last one is uh, the Jervis Ghosts. And uh, this is actually much more like recent legend. Uh, so uh, it, smack in the middle of Dublin City, uh, there was this hospital called Jervis Street Hospital. And in 1980, after 300 years of serving patients, the hospital closed down. Oh. Yeah. Later, in 1996, a Jervis shopping center was placed on those same grounds. Dublin locals claim that there's a lot of spooky activity uh, because of the fact that the shopping center is in the same place that a hospital was and, you know, hospitals are places where people die. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's no bueno. And uh, there's a story from 2008 where a radio anchor was walking. Uh, I'm assuming what it was is that, like, in the shop, the, the bottom part is a shopping center, and then above is like office spaces, is what I kind of gathered from the story. So she was walking through the center or uh, uh, in front of the center to go to her radio station work, right? 
Um, and so while she was walking, she heard someone singing a like haunting lullaby. Uh-oh. And she like stopped and she was like, what the fuck is that? And she like looked around. She didn't see anything. She said so she was like, okay, whatever. Uh, she kept going. She ignored it. Um, and so like the voice began to fade and then instantly got louder again, even though she'd been walking away from where it was, but instantly got louder. Like it was right next to her again. So mm-hmm. she was like, what the fuck? And I, I, I put here, I was like, I imagine it was like the vibe of like the huntress from dead by daylight. Oh God! So like that song that she like sings, and you know that she's close. That's the vibe I got. Absolutely not, right? <laughs> and so anyway, so she goes to work, and she's like on a radio show, and she's telling people about this thing that happened to her. Um, on her way to work, and she told her coworkers, and she she said it on air, and almost within a few minutes the lines were flooded at the station like with stories of like scary stories that people had experienced in the Jervis shopping center. Uh, so like some workers claim that they see a ghostly old like nurse wandering the, uh, the mall and people who are working with that radio host said that they saw a gray figure walk through a solid wall in like the office space Mm-hmm. Um, another worker claimed to see a woman who was whispering to herself near the restrooms and he thought that she might needed help so he w- went up to her and then apparently she just vanished in thin air other nope. workers claim yeah, right <laughs> also if someone's like whispering to themselves next to the restroom just leave them alone I think that they might be having more trouble than <laughs> you might want to get yourself into mm-hmm. it's like if you like accidentally shit yourself right yeah just like worst case scenario you're at the bathrooms and you're like i can't fucking walk through this mall with my pants full of shit i just feel like you wouldn't want to get involved in other workers have said that they heard babies crying uh, and children singing while they're closing up and there's no there's no kids or babies to be found um, and some workers claim that they hear like heavy breathing or wheezing in like the basement area. Other phenomena that they experience is like every other place that's haunted. They feel cold spots. They feel like they weren't they weren't alone or they were being watched. And electronics and toys like malfunctioning. That's I guess what you get when you put a hospital literally on a I mean a, a shopping center literally on a hospital. But not only was this center built on top of the ground of an old hospital. Right next door is a place called Wolf Tone Park. And before it was a park, do you want to know what it was? A morgue. Mm, close. A graveyard. You guessed it. It was a graveyard. Ah. Oh, no. That's... No. Um, Why? Right? And so not only was it a graveyard but it was a graveyard for a church of St. Mary. And do you want to know what that church is now? What? A place full of debauchery, a bar slash nightclub. <gasps> no, that a bar popped in my head and I was like, oh. Why would you put a bar slash nightclub in a church? Like that is just asking for bad things to happen. That's, sp- no, that's major disrespect right there. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem, like, right. <laughs> like, I feel like that nightclub's for sure haunted. That whole you know I mean? block, that whole area is yes, haunted, yeah. for sure. And that, that street is smack in the middle of town. Like, it's just, like, a busy city street. That's the story of the Jervis ghosts. I don't know why people build things on things that were not meant for that. The whole fucking haunted block. <laughs> all of the, all of these things are I'm glad I live a whole ocean away from you guys. I I feel like all these things are stuck in Ireland. So that's where I'm going to la- leave it like they can't travel. Yeah, you can you can stay over there. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. Ooh. Well, we hope you like this. I hope that you got lucky. Not that kind of lucky, but I mean, I guess that's fine. Uh, but I hope you guys are lucky this month. Um, 
<laughs> Sorry. Well, that's what you guys call lucky. That's fine, too. I, I didn't mean it that way, but, you know, I hope you, like, win a scratcher or something or find something Dude. interesting. <laughs> something good happens, you know? And uh, is that all you have for the Spooky Babes? Watch Luck of the Irish. Yeah, remember to watch Luck of the Irish or go watch your favorite Disney Channel original movie. I'll take it as 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 homework being completed. Well, Spooky Babes, we appreciate you. Haley, do you appreciate them? Yes. And Spooky Babes, we, again, want you to remember that you matter here and that we... Um, care that you are here and with us and that you like to spend some time with us to get away every week and uh, we will see you in your nightmares in your lucky charms (laughs) eat some lucky lucky charms charms. oh yeah eat some lucky charms yeah that's I I mean I don't really like lucky charms but you should eat some (laughs) it's March it's the only time you should eat some Okay, bye.